What do you do when you've just got nothing? Literally nothing. No motivation, no interest, no drive, no ambition. How the heck do you start moving again? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're digging in deep. Rather, we're trying to pull a listener out of a hole that it seems like he's dug himself into. So let's dive into today's question. Heather, what do you do when you've just got nothing? Literally, you have nothing to say, nothing you feel like doing, nothing that's going to move the needle or the bottom line. What the F do you do? If I'm being honest, I should have written this last month because I've just been pissing away my time. I'm not working on my business. I'm not doing the things I said I was going to do. I'm not even doing the things I have to do, like responding to client emails or notifications. I've just got nothing. I've tried motivating myself. I've tried taking time off and giving myself actual permission to take a break because I've heard you say that at some point, but it's like my drive has just vanished. I can't remember the last time I cared about something I was working on or felt motivated to take the next step. I'm wasting time and I have no idea how to stop. Okay. This is a heavy one again. Uh, We're having a lot of hard conversations here on Business Mindset Mastery the past couple of weeks, but don't worry. I've got your back and I think I can get you out of this hole. The first thing I want to do is almost what feels like to me at this point, a common sense check-in, but I think that for a lot of people, they're probably not used to checking in with themselves about this. My first question is, I don't know where you live, but if you are on the East Coast, if you are still stuck somewhere in a really hard winter. My East Coast friends and family have been stuck in snow for the past three weeks in a row in March when it's supposed to be spring and flowers are supposed to be blooming. They're still covered in like 16 inches of snow from this month. If you're in winter, if it's been cold for a really long time, if you're in an area where the daylight has been limited, you just might be quarter past done with winter. I get calls and questions like this all the time. When I was a therapist, this was a really common time for business to pick up because people are so sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. They're tired of being cold, tired of struggling, tired of every day being a fight. And I just would ask like that common sense question. If you are just stuck in a really long winter, that might be the deal. I can still help you get out, but let's normalize it a little bit. Let's say, yes, it has been exceptionally hard for a lot of people and it's okay if it's been hard for you too. The next thing that I want you to do, especially if it doesn't seem like it's the winter blues and it's not the gray days or the cold weather that's gnawing at you, I do think you have to do a little bit of a gut check and a little curiosity exploring to see what might be going on. I think in the entrepreneurial space, we just talk so much about taking action, doing the thing, don't letting whatever's getting in your way stop you from what you're working on. So the the moment 
momentum and the message is around taking action and pushing through. And I know I'm absolutely guilty of spreading and pressuring people with that message myself. But sometimes, especially at times like this, because I'm reading your letter, you're telling me you should have written this a month ago because it's been several weeks of inaction on your part. I think that you might need to get curious with yourself as to why. To do a little digging around what might you be going through? What are you thinking and feeling? What are the thoughts that are distracting you? Is there anything else going on in your life that's taking your attention away or that's taking a lot of emotional energy or physical energy so that you don't feel like you have the gas left in the tank for your business? I would just be really curious about it. I think sometimes we get too quick to diagnose ourselves as the problem as soon as we catch ourselves not taking action. We think we're doing something wrong. We're not being a good entrepreneur. We're not not showing up for ourselves or our business, and we spend so much time judging and blaming ourselves that we never get curious or compassionate towards ourselves as to why. So I'd like you to do a little bit of a gut check. Because if there's something going on, if there's something gnawing at you, if there's something that's just kind of like that fly that keeps going past you and you keep swatting it away, but you're not actually dealing with it, my guess is that might be why you're numbing out in your business and why you're exiting from growth. Because you're too distracted by a stressor or something that's going on. And what you're learning over the past month is not dealing with it isn't working for you. So you're absolutely going to have to deal with it. You have to be curious and not judge yourself, not beat yourself up for it, but just sort of say like, this isn't like me. I'm not used to this. I've never done this before. Because honestly, there could be all kinds of reasons for it. It could be self-sabotage. You could be afraid of success. You could be afraid of failure. You could have reached the step in your business where it's time to learn new things do new things or try new things, and you may, may be feeling stuck and unsure as to what to do next, so you become frozen and immovable. You kind of want to know the beast you're fighting, the, the thinking error that you might be battling, the obstacle that you might have just simply created for yourself that needs to be dropped down a peg or two, but get curious. And then the next thing that really stands out to me here is you might be burned out. I know you said in the letter that you gave yourself a break. I'm wondering how long of a break and when was the last time before this time that you took a break and when is your next break scheduled? I think a lot of times people fuel themselves on what I call piss and vigor, (laughs) not piss and vinegar, piss and bigger. They're so full of punch. They're so full of drive. They're so full of, I want the next thing. I can do this. And then that, when that initial honeymoon of energy and adrenaline fades away, you're left with an empty gas tank. People burn out. 
and it's important to pay attention to. And I think it catches new business owners off guard because the story we have about burnout sometimes is that it only happens to people who have been in business for a while. But if you are spending many hours working on your business and you've taken some late nights, early mornings, and weekends, and you're multitasking this with another income stream or with a full-time job or a demanding family or special needs of some sort in your personal life and you're burning the candle at both ends, at some point your body is going to force you to stop by putting you in that freeze mode, by keeping you stuck in inaction because you need to catch your breath. So you need to do a little bit of an inventory here to see if maybe you need a longer break, to see where did this go awry? I would ask yourself, when do you think this started and why do you think it started? And then I would give yourself time and permission to really unplug. It sounds like from your letter, you've heard me say that before, but I'm wondering when was the last time you gave yourself a week off from your business? When was the last time you took two weeks off? If you're working like a workhorse and you're sort of solely focused on this and you haven't taken the time to look up, you're likely burning out and that's what you're experiencing right now. And we can get you back on track and we can get you more in control of your business and in your life, but we're not going to do that until you take a bit of a break, until you catch your breath, look at what's going on, take some time to validate what you've been thinking and feeling and to figure out a plan that works for you. Because a lot of times people get to this place, they get to this stuck unmotivated, lack of ambition place when they no longer have buy-in to whatever it is they said they wanted to do or they don't have buy-in to the way they've been doing it. I think a lot of times when people start businesses, they try to follow the cookie cutter mold and direction on business building. And in doing that, because it's what other people did and it's how other people became successful, sometimes people step so far away from who they are and how they move through the world that they don't recognize themselves, that they haven't been moving through the world in a way that's consistent to them. And we can all do that for a time or two. We can all do that on a temporary basis. But when we try to live permanently outside of our comfort zones, when we try to do everything as if other people have done it and it isn't a way that resonates with us or connects to who we are, we are going to stop and freeze. Because if you think about it, it's like we've bended and molded ourselves like a pretzel. We've twisted our neck. We've kinked our arm. We've bent her shoulder back. We have a foot into the story. And suddenly for a little while, we can hold that position. But on the long term, our neck is going to start to hurt. We might get a headache. We feel a knot in our back. Our belly starts to ache and cramp and our toes become numb because we can't maintain that pretzel position for long. So I'd like you to do a little bit of an examination of your business. What part of this may not be working for you. When you look at what you're avoiding, you say here that you haven't even done client emails or notifications. And so sometimes 
When people feel like everybody wants a piece of them and they're answering everyone's question and they're taking care of everyone else, they get what I call caregiver burnout. That it's just really, really hard to give other people attention because you haven't given yourself any attention in the longest time. I would pay attention to the things that you're avoiding because there may be some clues there. You may have built your business pattern or even your business model on a way that doesn't work for you in the long term so it doesn't feel consistent. The next thing is, is the way you're doing it. So often, if it's not building a business that feels inconsistent with who we are or what our passions are or what we really want to be doing. Sometimes it comes down to the way we're doing it, that you may be prescribing to somebody else's model about how to run and build a business. And if it's not working for you, then you're not going to be able to sustain those systems you've created for yourself in the long run. Because when it's not a fit, it's just not a fit. But if you're trying to fit your square self into a round hole, that is going to be really frustrating. And you're going to start to create stories and tell yourself stories about what that means. You might start to question your belonging. You might wonder what your intention is, but it's an easy way to get lost when you're following someone else's path. I would look at the business you're developing, the way you've been maintaining it and running it, and I would ask yourself, has this been consistent with who I am? And if it's not, you have to get yourself back to center. You probably still need a break to get the oxygen mask back on yourself to fill up that gas tank. But then you have to look at the business and the business plan you've developed. And if it's not working, you really have to fix it. If you don't have buy-in or interest to the things that you've been procrastinating on, I would spend some time figuring out what a plan B is. If there's a certain goal that needs needs to get met and you don't want to do those things to meet that goal, what are you willing to do? What path are you willing to take? And see if you can find yourself a plan B. The other thing is I wouldn't be a former therapist if I didn't tell you this letter sounds a little bit like you may have touches of depression. A lot of times people in the entrepreneurial space are going to confuse a lack of motivation with some sort of lack of productivity, lack of drive, or a failure in the entrepreneurial mindset or entrepreneurial business. But sometimes people just go through episodes of depression. And one of the core symptoms of depression is when you stop having interest in things that used to interest you. And if you're finding that with your business, I would spend some time getting help around that. It's my bias that this isn't a place for mindset coaching. Mindset coaching is way more effective for people who are stuck in thinking errors, who are stuck envisioning bigger, bolder versions for themselves, who know where they want to go, but they don't know how to get there. But people who are struggling with depression, when they get coached, often feel like they're hearing victim blame. 
blaming often feel like something is being said personally about them and that it's a failure of sorts when in fact they're dealing with a cluster of symptoms that are getting in the way of their goals and dreams and you should get some individualized help. It's also my bias that that kind of work needs to happen in person. I would never offer um, therapy services online through a computer screen because what often happens with people with depression is they get isolated and disconnected. I don't want to further that by um, doing online services with something like that. And I find that the healing connection that can happen in the room sometimes is the answer in itself. So it requires some bravery and vulnerability on your part to really look at what's going on. If you might be having a deeper struggle that needs attention, if you are running a business that isn't consistent with you, or you have systems that aren't consistent with you. And then if all of that fails and none of this resonates, I'm going to ask you another question that probably sounds like it comes from left field, but I'm wondering if you just might be bored. How long have you been doing this? How how much have you been doing this business the same way you've always been doing it? When was the last time you actually created something new, did something new, or talked to somebody new? So often, the thing we forget about the nine to five, the thing we forget about corporate life is that there's a ladder in theory. We enter the agency or a company at one step of the ladder, and we work for a promotion, and then we work for an another promotion, and there's different goalposts along the way, different benchmarks we're trying to achieve. When we build our own businesses, oftentimes the first thing we throw away is our own benchmarks, our own goalposts, because we don't want to live by them anymore. But that also keeps us stagnant sometimes. It keeps us lacking direction. It keeps us lacking focus. So if you've been doing this the same way you've always been doing it, my guess is you might be a little bored and you have to shake things up. Maybe you need to change your offering, add a new product or service, take away a product or service that you're no longer interested in performing, but look at what your business is and see if it's just gotten stale for you. And if it is, is schedule yourself a creative day where you go outside the box and you say, if I completely reinvented this business, if I completely added something entirely new to my offering of products and services, what might that be? What could I do? What would I want to do if I was running a business that really did excite me, that I was super motivated to pursue? What would be involved in that? And see if you can give yourself a quick win by doing that, by trying something new, offering something new, or creating something new. I'm doing that for myself in my own business. Right now, I'm working with my biz bestie, Jess Lorimer, over in the UK. She's a sales and success coach, and she and I are cooking up something really good for business owners. And I'm feeling totally lit up in my business because I've never designed a course or a program before. I've always consulted on other people's courses and programs, but this is going to be the first time that I'm in the 
design and content creation. And I'm so excited and it's lighting me up. And as a result, I'm lit up in other areas of my business. So if you haven't tried something new in a while, I would really strongly encourage you to do a second look at that and see if maybe you can change your inventory of products and services and get to where you want to go a different way. I really respect you for reaching out with this question. I think it's really hard for people to admit when they're stuck in the mud, particularly if they may be dealing with winter blues or depression, um, and particularly when there's so much pressure in the entrepreneurial space to always be ambitious, where we tell ourselves a story that drive is limitless and that we never run out of it when that's simply not true. I hope I've given you some things to think about and some good solid direction for where you go next. I'd love it if you checked in with me in a couple of more weeks after you tried some of these things and thought about it some more and poked around a little more to tell me where you landed. Thanks so much for your vulnerability and reaching out. I really, I hope this helps. And I really think that your question probably without you knowing it helped a lot of our listeners too. I really appreciate you being a listener of the show. Thanks to everyone who continues to tune in every week and every Every day. If you are getting value from the show and you think it's important work that I'm doing here, then the best way to help me, the best possible way to give back and have my back is if you could please go to iTunes or your podcast app and leave a review, share the show on social media, tell people what your favorite episodes are, tell me what your favorite episodes are, and I would love to know that too. If you have a question, you want my two cents on your problem, please don't hesitate to write me just as our listener today did. You can find me over at heather at choosetohaveitall.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.